Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Tough schedules in college football. Arkansas, Bet MGM has their regular season wins at five and a half, um, but they go to, you look at their SEC schedule. And they have the toughest schedule in the SEC. They go to LSU, and I know that a lot of people are out on LSU, but still that's a tough road trip, obviously. They go to Alabama, and they go to Georgia, which is why that win total is sitting there five and a half. Now, they do get four non-conference games at home. Uh, The big one, obviously, against Texas, but then they get Rice, Georgia Southern, and uh, FCS's Arkansas Pine Bluff as well, but still would not touch Arkansas. Yeah, they're tough. Nice. Uh, Georgia Tech has the second toughest schedule. BetMGM has their regular season win total at five. Uh, Beefy non-conference schedule. The first two weeks of the season, they should pick up victories, you would figure. Um, We actually had a really good interview today with uh, uh, Mark Zinno. You can catch his work with SportsGrid. And he said Georgia Tech should not be a 17.5-point favorite over anybody. And I completely agree with him. Would not take Georgia Tech, but they should pick up a victory over a MAC team in Northern Illinois, and then they Match get it. then they get a, yeah, and then they get an FCC opponent as well. The last two weeks, though, they get games at Notre Dame and against Georgia. They get a road non uh, road conference game. I'm sorry, game on the road at Clemson, and then they get Georgia Tech. Uh, also has a slow a loaded slate after that as well. So that's why their win win total is five. Uh, the third toughest schedule. Again, in the SEC is Auburn, and you look at that schedule, right? Uh, They avoid Florida, but they do get Georgia and Alabama at home. They're on the road, taking on Penn State, which, by the way, hard knocks last night. The best part of it was Micah Parsons. I don't know if I love that guy or I'm just, like, afraid of him. He is Both can be true, by the way. He is intense, man. Yeah, I love him. That dude is wild. He's, like, headbutting everybody. Are you talking about that video when they they had to take him out the game? That that was the, that that was the best part. That was the best part. He's coach is calling down. I was like, hey, you got your possessions in. Get out of here. And he's like, coach. That wasn't enough. That's not enough. One more series. One more series. Then he goes and sat, sit, sat, sat down by Vander Esch and was just like, yeah, so we have to sit here for another two hours. It's a lot of sitting. Then we have to sit on the bus. Yeah. Then we have to sit on the bus to get to the plane, wait for the, the flight. Get to sit on the flight. And we have to wait after that to get back to our hotels. Like nine hours of sitting. I want to play football, and I love that attitude. He commented under one of these, I think it was Bleacher Report, or one of these, um, maybe it was Bleacher Report Gridiron's profile yeah. uh, who posted that clip, and he commented on it, and it was like, man, I just love football with a whole bunch of crying emojis. I love him, man. I I, I wanted him in D.C. so bad. I know it was very unlikely, but I was like, man, I would have traded my, my everything to get Micah Parsons. He's going to be a really good football player for a long time, and they're going to love him in Dallas. Yeah, I know, man. man. I wanted him, too. I mean, I want I want. You like, wanted I, everybody. I know, yeah, exactly. I want especially linebackers, but Green Bay, for some reason, just doesn't value them. Um, ooh, Oakland just tied it up with Cleveland, three all in the eighth. So Alabama, uh, and, and I agree with Mark, man. Like, I'm never going to play an Alabama under, but this is one of the rare years where I'm not going to play Alabama to win the college football playoff and I'm not going to take their over the 11 and a half wins because they have the highest projected win total and the seventh hardest schedule this year. They graduated a lot of guys. They do bring a lot back on the defensive side of the ball, but offensively they lost a lot. But again, it's Alabama. You replace five stars with five stars. Kansas did their self no favors with their non-conference schedule. That's obviously tough. 
I love watching Ole Miss football, but they haven't won more than seven games since 2015, and I don't see them winning over seven and a half again. That's where BetMGM has them. They have the 10th toughest schedule in the FBS. Uh, now, they could start 4-0. and They could go 4-0, and I should say, a non-conference play because they have four games against Louisville. That's the over we're playing week one. They can't set that thing high enough. Uh, they have Austin Pay, Austin P., whatever you like to call him, Tulane and Liberty. What's his mama call him? <laughs> um, Kansas, their win total is one of the most bet at BetMGM. And there's a reason for that, because it's one and a half. All they need to do is win 10 games for you to cash your ticket. They open their season against an FCS opponent, South Dakota, who went one and three in their 2021 spring season, five and seven in 2019. That's maybe one win, but I don't know where you find a second one to go over one and a half. I don't know why that's one of the more played props or win totals. They visit Coastal Carolina. That's going to be a beatdown. They visit Duke in a non-conference game. That's going to be a beatdown. And they did not win one Big 12 game in 2020. I don't see one win on that schedule other than South Dakota. And I wouldn't be surprised if South Dakota beat Kansas, Me to either. be honest with you. You know Me, what I mean? Me either. I'll probably be on them on the money line. Right. Um, Texas, new coaching staff. Sam Ellinger is gone. He's taking first-team snaps with the Colts as they await the return of Carson Wentz. They play against Louisiana. They play on the road at Arkansas, and then they get Rice in their non-conference game before conference play. Rice Other sounds than delicious that, right now. I'm so hungry. It really does. Other than that, they get five of their nine Big 12 games at home, including uh, the top dog and future fellow SEC program, Oklahoma. A nice meeting before they both bolt for the SEC. So I don't know what to make of them. Uh, I already talked about uh, Alabama. 11 and a half. <sighs> Just can't do it this year. So they open up against Miami. That I'm game with my guy, Mark Atlanta. Zeno, man. I, I, why not, man? Like, it's it's freaking Alabama. And, of course, we talk about the offense, like he said. The defense is stupid talented. Defense is going to keep them in any of these games if, for some reason, their offense just goes to freaking um, smithereens. For, for some odd reason, that happens. Their defense is going to keep them in all these games. Talking about Alabama keeping them in any games is ridiculous. Right. I'm taking the over. I like I like Alabama. I think it's one of the more short things. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't take the under on Bama, man. And also, we look at like preparation time. Like Alabama's a well old machine. Every like the competition is going to be worse across the board. Like a lot of these teams that are getting new recruits, and also the transfer portal was very very um, interesting this this year um, during the summer. It's just like you know if if there are any adjustment periods for any teams, it's going to affect those teams that are trying to dethrone Alabama. Like so, I'm still going to stick with Alabama. And uh, Nick Saban, I love you. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Florida State. I'm just not going to do it. You know, Florida State has been, um, well, they have not been Florida State in a long, long time. But it's so crazy still every season to see their win total at just five and a half. They do not have an easy non-conference schedule. They have the fifth toughest schedule, according to BetMGM. Um, They host Notre Dame the opening weekend. I'm not so high on Notre Dame this year, but they're probably still an eight-win football team. I just don't see them making the college football playoff when I say I'm not high on them. I love what they are defensively, but offensively, uh, I have no faith in them. Then they host FCS opponent Jacksonville State a week later. They get UMass in October, but they will have some challenging games. They get Florida to end the season. They have road games against the two top teams in the ACC, Clemson and North Carolina. I don't know what to make of North Carolina, so um, I would not play either way, though, with Florida State, the five and a half. Auburn has the third toughest schedule. Their bet MGM total right now is seven, uh, seven wins. Their schedule, man, that's loaded. They avoid Florida, but they get Georgia. They get Alabama at home. Then they go to Penn State. 
Gotta love Penn State. That's a good non-conference game right there. Shout out Rasheed Walker. And Penn then they State get a couple offensive tackle, future first round pick, my little brother. Yeah, they get a couple FCC F F C S. Man, that's so I don't know why it's so FCC FCS. FCS. It's so hard for me to say tonight. But that's some good stuff from BetMGM as far as uh, if you're looking to play some win totals, which that's what I'm doing all weekend long. I'm locking myself in the house. I'm watching preseason football, looking at every win total. NFL, college football. I'm going to look at my week one slate. I do love that over Ole Miss, man. I'm going to be all over Lane Kiffin overs all season long, as I always am. And uh, that's that's my plans for the weekend.